Okay, hold on. <laughs> Hello, wait. I don't know if we're recording anymore. Hello, Internet. I'm going to start talking, and then Dale will cut me off if we're not recording. Hello, Internet, and welcome to Say Report Junior, uh, the show you should be listening to, downloading, and subscribe to every week. That's wrong. That was all wrong. I said those words wrong. I'm Zach. What are your co-hosts? I'm not even going back to correct it anymore. <laughs> and I'm Dale. You're the co-host. We're, we have taken away our last names. I don't We're... know what you said when we started that. I heard I... gibberish right at the end of that countdown. <laughs> I, tr- <laughs> I tried to say something real quick from Captain Marvel. And I'll tell you what I was trying to say. When we get to our discussion of Captain Marvel. Oh, my God. But I, definitely... I have no idea. I've got nothing. I'm sitting here like I heard a bunch of noise. I heard a bunch of noise out of that. I wonder what got recorded. Because oh, man. I hit the record button at some point during that. It was like, let's see what happens. God. This I is episode 46. We've done this 46, 48 times 48 when you count times. the hot topics. Not to mention our our playthroughs online. We have spent a lot of time trying to get professional at this. Yeah, and did nothing. It needed it needed that moment of I've been I haven't messed with you in so long when it comes to hitting the record <laughs> button. It it needed to get um changed up a bit. Oh man. <laughs> um. So Anyways. I wanted to talk to you a little bit. I I done a couple of things in the last week since we have recorded okay. uh namely that i have officially gotten my rhode island license reset Woo-hoo! uh that was the first one yeah, yeah. It was so it was so weird I, i'm gonna keep talking about new mexico like it's out in the middle of like the freaking <laughs> no uh where was that land what was the, the final world in kingdom hearts where like Sora's oh, running around God. and there's just nothing that's kind of <laughs> what the image that you have of, of new, mexico new mexico at this point um so, like, the money, the most I had ever seen in a DMV, first off, not even called DMV out there. It's the MVD. It's the Motor Vehicle Department or something oh, out there. Backwards. So, that's crazy enough <laughs> uh, because I'm Andy Rooney now and I'm just like, oh, isn't it so weird how <laughs> how things are, can be different sometimes? <laughs> Do you know who Andy Rooney is? No. Oh just, God, I don't. You're, the way you presented that was really funny. So <laughs> that's what I was saying. It. Oh, there used to be a guy on one of the news channels that would do. His name was Andy Rudy, and he would basically talk about how things used to be different when oh, he was geez. a kid. That was his whole stick. I thought uh, I thought you were just you just made up a name to a character who was like I, I remember when, and it was like a perfect uh, uh, name for that kind of character. Yeah, no, Andy, think Andy Rudy. Andy Rooney got right in there with like exactly where he should be in pop culture. Oh anyway, so the, the I, for six years, my entire like involvement with any sort of motor vehicle, anything, was an office that was just a, like twenty people that I had to wait that were waiting in a room. At most, twenty people waiting in a room with me. And just like a couple of windows that I would go up and talk to a person and I'd get my registration and I'd get my license plate that used to say 666 and I'm oh, so mad that I lost that. I got my my New Mexico plate. I got that because when I was registering my car in New Mexico, as I was filling out the paperwork, the woman hand picked it up out from under the desk and went, someone handed this back to me because they said they couldn't put 666 on their car as a Christian. Oh, would God. you like it? <laughs> and I went. Yes. yes. <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Um, 
and then I come back to Rhode Island, and first off, I it's taken me a month. It's taken me a month to get out of this together because the process for getting a Rhode Island license, as someone who just like if you move back to a place where you just move in with your parents, you suddenly realize things like, I don't have bills that come with my new address on them, yep. and I don't have. <laughs> I don't, nobody gives me paper bills anymore because internet. So when I went to go look up, hey, you want to get your Rhode Island license? Well, you need to prove where you live. And I went, I literally have nothing that proves where I live. <laughs> I have nothing physical that proves where I live as a human being right now because I don't have a car anymore. And like all of my bills are paperless. So I had to wait for three weeks while I updated my mailing address online for my new bills to come out so that I could have my father print them out at work and bring them home to me so I could go to the DMV. And I tried to do this on my own. I was like, I'm going to go to the library. I'll go to the library. It's, I think I talked to you about the last time. I don't know if I've told this story yes, on, on air. Yes, about the last time you went to the library. I don't think I've, don't think I've talked about this story on air. No. Uh, when I was in Silver, it's first off, it took me like five years to go to the library in town where I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to the library. I'm going to be one of those people. Okay, get back into reading. And I'm going to go to the library. And I went to the Silver City Library, and I signed up, and I took out two books, and then I brought them back a week late, and I never went to the library again. Yep. <laughs> about right i mean <laughs> because it was the end of july I, I remember this very specifically it was the end of july and so when i read the receipt they gave me it said you have 21 days to bring this back as in you have three weeks yes. to rent books what i read was end of july and i went oh i don't have to bring this back until august 21st <laughs> which was actually 28 days from when I rented those. So I went, I read this wrong. I'm going to drop these off after it closes in the drop-off bin, and I'm never going to come back to this building. <laughs> and I walked away. That's so, so funny. That's such a good library story. So, like, I'm already uncomfortable with libraries, I would say. So I come back into town. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to bite the bullet. I'm going to go. I'm going to go to the library here in East Providence, and I'm going to get my stuff printed out. I'm going to do it all for myself. I'm an adult. I can do this. I walked to the library. First of all, forgot what street the library was on. Because God. Because <laughs> you haven't been here. Because not only have I not been here for six years, it's been longer than that since I've been to our yeah. library. <laughs> so that was a street off. I was actually very close. That's not bad. So I had to go find That's the impressive. library. Yeah, so I had to go find the library. I said, yeah, like, yes, I'm impressive for <laughs> finding the library. <laughs> oh, my God. So I get there, can't get on a computer in the library without a library card. Makes sense, I guess. So I go up to the front desk. Having fun isn't yeah, First isn't off, library. our library looks like an Apple store. What? I walked in there. I haven't been in this library for so long. They have obviously done some construction. Their computers are in this weird circular thing like the last time i was in this library the last like the very clear memory of what this library used to look like it was like six computers in like a little ring in the middle of one of their rooms mm -hmm. i walked in there there's now like 30 computers in this like double ring in the oh same God. area with all of these walls built that i've never seen before and it looks like i just walked into an apple store like displaying computers <laughs> walk up to the desk which is like not a full desk. It's not like a 
like it used to be like an eight foot thing, three computers, three librarians behind there helping you, whatever. This is like one desk. There's no one there. That's so why I had to wait for like 10 minutes staring oh, at a good. wall for someone that's to come good. out of a back room, which I There's guess no budget cuts. System. I don't know how we know. And I, I don't know. I'm never going to be the person that rings a bell, by the way. Oh. I walked into um, a CVS here at like 11 o'clock at night one week and and there was like you know the one guy who's working the entire cvs at 11 o'clock at night yeah. and there was a bell up front and i looked at that and i turned around and i just looked down the aisle and waved him down and i was like i'm not ringing the bell <laughs> i'm never gonna be someone who rings I, a bell it I, feels so awkward oh every yeah day. no i think i've rung a bell once and it was just because i was in a <laughs> hurry because otherwise it's like i'm not I'm not um, in a hurry. I don't care. You're doing work. But like no, nothing would be more annoying to me than working <laughs> at eleven o'clock at night to begin with and then to have to hear a bell. Yeah. Like... I mean that that being said though, those bells I fucking love. Like, if I get my hands on one of those bells, I will sit and hit the little the little <laughs> button over and over and over again. I think Cracker Barrel when I used to work at Cracker Barrel had some like as toys that you could buy <laughs> and anytime one was open i was just like sitting at the hostess stand like ding, ding. i don't think you've ever told me you worked at cracker barrel before i haven't oh yeah That's... i worked at cracker barrel for three years jesus i yeah. went to a cracker barrel when i was stuck in pueblo there was a cracker barrel behind the oh, hotel God. so i walked over there to get food Oh. And I felt really awkward when I ordered my food to go and had to spend 30 minutes browsing, browsing their, the you know, shop. gift shop I wasn't going to buy stuff from. Yeah, they, they hope <laughs> so, that you will. So I have to tell more stories about Cracker Barrel. <laughs> oh, my God. Continue. So I'm at the library. Librarian comes out. I say, <laughs> you know, what do I have to do to get a library card so I can get on the computer? And I was like, I don't have. A Rhode Island license. I've got my New Mexico one. What do I have to do to get out of a thing? She's like, well, I mean, if you bring in like a bill or something that has your change of address <laughs> or anything, that'll we can use that to get you a library card. And immediately my brain went, are you fucking kidding me? I need to get to this library so I can print out my proof of address so I can get a Rhode Island license, but they won't tell, they won't give me a library card unless I already have the Rhode Island license or a proof of address, which I need your computer to print out. Are you kidding me? That was in my head. What I actually did in real life was, okay, and then I turned around and walked out of the building. <laughs> well, yeah, you're not gonna, you're not gonna cause a no, fight in a library or anything. It was just like my brain immediately was like, you either need to leave or you're going to start laughing so hard that they will drag you off to a <laughs> hospital, because like I could not believe that that just happened. Oh my god! That's so, fantastic. so I just said, I just emailed my father you know, my, my like phone bill and my bank statement. And I was like, can you just print these out? I was like, I need like the pages with my addresses. I don't need the whole thing. And he still came home with all 30 pages of both. <laughs> um, so, so I go, so I go to the DMV and I tell my parents, I'm going to the DMV. It's a Wednesday in the afternoon. I think I'll be back in like, I'll be back soon. And both of my parents laughed <laughs> and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. So I go to the DMV in Cranston, and it's like, oh, remember, you have to get in line so that they can tell you you have everything to then give you a number to wait in line for your thing. Yeah. <laughs> so that was like the next two hours of my life. It was like, go, I wait in line, I get the thing. 
I grabbed the license, you know, the new license form, and there's no pens anywhere. So I'm like, I hope to God they don't expect me to have this filled out because I got nothing. And luckily, they like handed me one at the desk. It was all fine. I was like, in and out, and like two hours after that yeah. but it was just the fact that like i have not spent more than 20 minutes in a dmv in the last like five years Jeez. but that like the whole process blew my mind yeah yeah I don't, but, I, don't, I don't think i've ever spent like significant amounts of time in a dmv like you hear the, the horror stories of a dmv and i've like never had to go through those i and i and i don't want to <laughs> i think i got i think i got really lucky on that because there was a guy at the counter, as I'm in the check-in line, the yeah. first of the two lines, as I'm in the check-in line waiting, uh, there was a guy at the counter that everybody seemed to be rolling their eyes at every time they talked to him. <laughs> and it was like, well, he seemed to, be very, seemed to be very adamant about so many things, and everybody was rolling their eyes. And less. He went on break about three people ahead of me. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> so it was great. <laughs> the, the best part was when I, I stepped up and I handed the lady of my you know, social security, my birth certificate, my bank statement, and my phone bill, and she took that entire stack of paper and handed me back ninety percent of it. Oh. <laughs> and then and then paper clipped the, you know, two pages with my address on them <laughs> and my social security and my <laughs> birth certificate. And it was like, that's all you need. Oh and also gosh. here's a pen to fill out your form. Bye. Oh my god. <laughs> Go sit in that line now. But while I'm while I'm sitting there waiting for them to call my number. I also decide now is a good time as any to get in touch with the Rhode Island bartending school where I'm going to go and get my bartending license. Yep. So I emailed them a couple of questions like, you know, I'm, you know, what's the schedule like? Cause I have to go at night and all this other stuff. And as I'm sitting there, I don't even realize this as I'm sitting there, they called me oh. because I think that there was someone just sitting at the desk, like, Ooh, an email, something to do. <laughs> Cause it's Wednesday in the afternoon and we're not doing anything. <laughs> so, they call me back. Oh, that's good. I get signed up. I fill out my paperwork, all of that online. I get signed up for the class. And then they call me back again after I get signed up and pay them. And they're like, okay, next thing. We need you to come fill out some paperwork, and we need you to... Have proof of where you live. Yeah. <laughs> God. That was fun. <laughs> no, but I did ask them. That was the big question I had for them. Is like, I'm sitting here in the DMV, and I only have a paper license. Is that going to be enough to get my freaking state license yeah. to serve alcohol yeah. and they're like yeah it's fine no worry about it it's like thank god but the next thing i need to do is have to wait four weeks before this thing shows up before i can do anything else so they're like okay first off they asked me what quest what what color my juicer should be as in literally the thing where you squeeze the juice out of the lime when you're sticking it in the drink uh. <laughs> they asked me what that that was like it, it looks like a spoon uh. Yeah. But it's like one of them is a slotted spoon with like a regular spoon on top yeah. and you squeeze to get yeah. Oh, they, I know exactly off. what you're yeah. talking about. So they're like so they're like, what question what color do you want? And I was like, color of what? Who what? <laughs> like what color juicer do you want? It was like there was colors. <laughs> like, yeah, we got I got green, red, and yellow. Which one's your first choice? Which one's your second choice? Just in case you run out of the first one. <laughs> and I've never been more confused about a question in my life. <laughs> my god so like that i mean so they're gonna give you a juice that's cool did yeah yeah there you, was like a whole thing green? where you can pay for, i did take green i <laughs> you did or you did it green yes green oh, first good. Okay. second thank yeah. you um, i'm like green is the you have to go with green oh man yeah so like part of it was like it was like 200 dollars for like the course and the certification and then like for an extra 50 bucks they'll give you like a kit and the kit has like a the juicer and the 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 shaker and all of that stuff. Ooh, so that's I mean that's nice. It was it was very nice. The best thing 
let me tell you when I showed up. And <laughs> so, so they're like, again, I fill out all of that stuff. I give them my, you know, my credit card information, all that. I pay for the course. 20 minutes later, I get a phone call again. I swear to God. It's like, there's someone who's like, so bored. I got oh, thank do. God. It's like watching this, like hitting the refresh page <laughs> on the email until someone <laughs> call again. They say, okay, you got all your stuff. We need you to come down sometime over the weekend. Here's the time people will be there. Just come fill out some paperwork. You're going to be good. I was like, okay, cool. They need to ask all sorts of questions. I don't know. They need to ask what my experience is or something. I don't know. Something going into my head where when someone says the words fill out the paperwork, I expected more forms. Yeah. I drive down there today. <laughs> First off, it's on like, it's in this like strip mall office park. This is not a knock on them. It's fine. It's going to work out fine. I, this is actually the most comforting thing because I've been like so anxious about signing up for this. That's why it mm -hmm. took me. A month and a half to do it yeah. <laughs> like I'm actually signed up for this thing now I was like so nervous about going about being almost 30 and going into like service food mm. service for the first time and all this stuff I show up I'm in this like strip mall office park where there's like a coffee shop and a jewelry store and all this other stuff there right and then I'm like where the hell is this bartender it says that on the <laughs> sign I don't see it anywhere where is it so I just start kind of walking the front of the building until I see a thing. What well, looks like what I literally saw was like a little silhouette drawing oh of a man holding a tray with like wine <laughs> bottles and wine glasses on it. And a little thing underneath that just says, all right, bartending school, one floor up. Like, oh, Okay. So like, there's like one one of these doors comes into a, a staircase in an elevator. So I get in there. I go in. I go up to the second floor. And the first thing staring back at me is a D. Oliveira and Morgan. Oh, my <laughs> and Associates office like <laughs> sign. Which for those of you who may not be from Rhode Island is like... DL Ferret Associates is like the local, the local like car insurance lawyers that have like oh the worst God. cheesy, um, the 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 cheesiest of the of the on air commercials that you see every time you want to watch Jeopardy. Like you're gonna guarantee you're gonna see a DL Ferret. Oh Used to be DL Ferret and Morgan, and then Morgan died, and now it's yep. DL Ferret Associates. Like, That's yeah. amazing. That's so fantastic. I come up the stairs. That's the first thing there you have me. Next door is the door to the Rhode Island Bartending School. And already I'm like, what the hell am I about to open? Because the, the windows are blacked out. Oh, God. There's like a black sheet over the windows. But a sign that says they're open. I was told it's like 12 o'clock. I was told to be there between 10 and 3.30. And I was like, okay, let's see what happens. And I opened the door. <clears throat> I opened the door. And, you know, there's a desk with a computer. And then there's just two bars on the side oh. <laughs> where, where students are shaking up drinks and doing stuff and they're being taught how to make drinks and there's people sitting at these bar stools oh teaching them how to make these drinks. And it's like someone just rented out this office space and built two bars and stuck them inside. That's amazing. <laughs> and, and I, I was, want to be And immediately, immediately I went, this was the right idea. This is perfect yeah. because I no longer feel anxious about this at all because I'm going to be coming into an office park in the middle of the night to make drinks in what looks like someone's bar that they put in their attic. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's, that's, oh, that's so funny. That's perfect. Uh, and then I was like, okay, so, so I, I was like, I walked up to all of the people and I was like, well, here's, you know, who's, 
who's so-and-so? I told the five. Like, oh, that's me. Hold on. They come around. They come up to the desk. They scoop together, for some reason, a bunch of bills that are on top of the, like, dollar bills and $10 bills and stuff that are on top of the desk, which I have no idea why. I don't know. I'm assuming they Tips? students had to pay for something, and yeah. that, like, the money they brought, and they just threw it on top of the desk to get going. Yeah. <laughs> and they, like, scoop it all up, and she's like, okay, well, what's your name? Zach. Okay, we'll find it here. Perfect. Okay, so here's what I need you to sign. Literally a receipt for the credit card I gave them. <laughs> gave my classes. That was it. <laughs> oh God. And then they and then she turns around, she's like, Oh, oh, you paid for the kit too. Okay, hold on. She pulls open a file cabinet full of juicers. Oh my god. Nice scoops and bar kits. <laughs> and she's like, What color did you ask for? It's like green. She's like, okay, here it is. <laughs> she puts it in the bag. She hands me this little nylon bag that says Rhode Island Bartending School on it with all of my stuff. And she just hands it to me. And she's like, okay, we'll see you on the 18th. Oh my gosh. Like, that's it? It's like, yeah. It's like, do I need to bring anything with me? She's like, well, let's see. I'm out of pens, so remind me when you come back that we owe a pen to put in your bag. It's like, okay. Oh. And then she's like, <laughs> and then she's like, and then I was like, so for the first class, what should I bring? She's like, well, you don't need this stuff yet. So it's going to be a bunch of stuff I don't need. Yep. Perfect. And then and then uh, bring a pen, funny enough, and a highlighter. And we'll give you a book when you get here. And we'll start the class. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> that's it? It's like, oh yeah, you're gosh. all signed up. You're good to go. We'll see you on the 18th. Bye. <laughs> that's oh, that's fantastic. That's amazing. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. I could not believe like all of this all of this like this like wash of anxiety that I have had about like getting started on whatever the hell I'm gonna do next with my life. Oh, I walk into an office on a second floor next to a second rate lawyer and I walk in the door and it's like, yeah, by the way, like first off, everyone that's like making drinks looks like they're like nineteen and oh, god. they're they're making drinks and they look like they've never had a drink before. And I'm like what the hell am I getting into? <laughs> Jeez. Oh, that's, that's, uh. I'm like watching these two guys make drinks and one of them is clearly trying to tell the other one how to make the drink they're making. And like. But dude, you're in the same class as me. Stop. Oh, it was so funny. Oh, like, they were like pouring it. And he's like, he's, oh God, the whole thing, the whole experience was like, what the fuck Twilight Zone episode did I just fucking <laughs> do? Oh man! So that was like that was like That's most awesome. of my last week or so was oh, like so dealing good. with weird Rhode Island bureaucracy. No way this way. <laughs> well, welcome back, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> Again. <laughs> there is nothing that says Rhode Island more oh, than taking God. bartending classes on the second floor of a strip mall next to a D'Oliveira and Morgan Associates office. Just the whole thing, that whole sentence. That's amazing. That's so good. Oh God. So what have you been up to? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I started bo- so I started bowling. I mean, the biggest thing that we got to talk about is some movies that we we both saw. The thing that I did that wasn't movie related this week was bowling, and I'm not I'm not the best bowler, but I basically my work has a bowling league now, and I was like, yeah, screw it, I'll join. And the first week, my average was 75. <laughs> but I, I honestly, I don't remember the last time I bowled, so I couldn't tell you if I'm any better or worse I, than that. I just, so. I just lo- like really enjoy bowling. Uh, in college, like we used to go, uh, me and my friends used to go 
almost uh like three times a month i don't know we would be going like almost every thursday um and i just like i just really really like it so i was like yeah i'll I'll get back into bowling and i never like paid attention to averages or anything like that never knew about scoring like never knew how a league was run um and it's just for fun so like i don't think there's any prizes or anything but like learning league rules kind of like you have to switch lanes every time you go um which was oh god do they also do that thing where you're like you're not allowed to bowl when someone else is bowling because vibrations might affect the other person or whatever it's like it's it's lane courtesy so it's like i don't like bowling when this is this is just how i've always been i don't like bowling when there's someone walking up at the same time as me because it throws me off because i have them in my peripheral and like they're doing the same motions as me and it freaks me out <laughs> so you know it's weird i get that same thing at the bar if i'm gonna go reach for my glass and take a sip and, and the person next does? to me reaches for the glass and yeah. takes a sip and you're like what am i what am i doing yeah. this is weird yeah no. it's like no like i'm not trying to copy <laughs> you i also was just parched like I also just wanted a sip of my beer. I, I am not like trying to idolize you. That happened at the that happened at the bowling alley too. Like I was drinking, like I was you know sitting sitting around drinking, and this one of my coworkers like reached for his drink at the same time I did, and I'm like I'm not backing down because I really want a sip of my beer Clear right power now. Movies. You just look him right in the eye and go, yeah, lift it, yeah, lift it, yeah. But uh, so that's what I've been doing. I um, but yeah, my my average the first week was seventy five, and it, if I if if we did the math correctly, it jumped up to ninety five, which apparently is really good. Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, so it's it, you know bowling scoring is is weird mm. because you know, ten pins, ten frames, theoretically, if you were just going to count the number of pins you knock down, one hundred is the limit. Yes. But then you get into strange stuff like if you got a spare the the frame before or if you got a strike, strike the frame before, it adds other stuff to it and all of this stuff. Yeah. So like 95 averages out to nine and a half pins that you knock down every frame, yeah. which out of 10, not bad. Yeah. It's just that you didn't get the spares and the, the strikes the that strikes were then like time. doubling scores and yeah. shit like that. Yeah. yeah. It's just it's and like and, and why do I know so much about bowling? I, I, anyway. I was just going to ask you that. <laughs> <laughs> Cause like that, that's new information. I blame the Simpsons. I blame the Simpsons because there's like a whole thing about Homer getting a 300, which yeah. is like the perfect score. If yep. you get a strike every frame, you get 300, 300. points. Yeah, that's yeah, a perfect game. Um, yeah, no, I <clears throat> and like there's handicaps too. So and it takes it takes like the percentage of your of your total pins, and then it adds whatever your handicap was i'm like i am learning so much about bowling that i never knew existed <laughs> ever the best but the the best part of bowling is that we we bowl at this place called alley cats and it just makes me think of alley cash strike. strike yep yep that's exactly like a, the and... second you said that i went oh you mean like the <laughs> disney movie god yeah yep. <laughs> um how i said and... i felt old earlier now i feel like a child <laughs> Uh, <laughs> every every time I go, I'm like, oh, it's like Alley Cat Strike. Maybe I'll. F-. And you know what really sticks with me? Two things sticks with me about Alley Cat Strike. And because I, I don't remember a lot about that movie, I remember really, really liking it because the dude from Brink is in it, and I loved him growing up. 
<laughs> um. Oh yeah, he's also wait. Is that him? He's all over the freaking. Uh, no, actually, I don't think he's in Alley Cat Strike. I forget what the kid is, but he's... I know who you're talking about. I thought kid he from Breaking in... a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, but I, by, but I thought... by Alley Cat Strike, I think he would have been too old. He would be college aged at really? that point. I don't know. Yes. For some reason, I think he's in. I I always think that he's in Alley Cat Strike. But anyways, the things that I remember that about that movie. <laughs> it's another they... blonde kid. That's the yeah, problem. Yeah, they they could not happen. Is like there's a scene in an out like a legit alleyway. That's like, this is weird for a children's, for like a Disney movie. There's like a fight or something that happens in an alley. Yeah, but you're also talking about a movie predicated in the idea that two high schools would have in the same town bowling. would have rival bowling teams. True, true, so. true. Um, and the other thing that I always think about and I've actually tried and it does not work. But you know when the girl goes up and like. She she kneels down with the bowling ball, spins it. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. Pushes it down the the lane. Uh huh. That that imagery is constantly in my head, and I don't know. Starting with the idea that it breaks the laws of all physics, and then going from there, you have to fucking like just parse out the idea that people sat there and watched her do that, and no one had a problem with it. Yeah. No one questioned (laughs) it, and she gets a strike. Like, no, what? So I remember there was one time where I went bowling with my friends and I was like, I'm an alley cat strike this bitch. And I, <laughs> I like to think that you said that very loudly so everyone could hear you. Oh, I did. Oh, I did, Zach. Um, and I walked up to the lane and none of them, I don't think any of them knew what I was doing. Which is but, even better. But, Which is even but, better. <laughs> but I walked up to the lane and I do the spin and then I start to push it down the lane and it proceeds to go to the gutter and yeah, spins because that's what very would happen. slowly down the gutter. Because that's what would happen. Because that's yeah, how physics that's works how physics on a works. sphere that if it's spinning in a certain direction, it's gonna go in that direction if yep. you let it loose. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and they were just like, but the, the worst thing about it is that it also is going like the speed of molasses down the gutter. <laughs> so it's like we now it's need to very, wait for this bowling very ball. Prolonged yeah. embarrassment. That yeah. You're going and through. I just like and I just sat back down and watched it and I'm like, Ellie Catch Strike, guys. Ellie Catch Strike. And I'm like, I just, but that I'm just like you oh. like committing to it and just be like exactly what I meant to do. <laughs> it's like, I don't know why, but that, that there are like certain things like for movies <laughs> that are constantly on my brain or like constantly oh. get brought up by something. And every time I pull into the parking lot of a bowling alley, that is the scene that jumps to my head. And, and it's funny. Cause like, I don't think I, it's not like I think about alley cat strike ever. It never like comes to the forefront of my brain. But if for some reason, my brain has been like, we're just going to think about Alec Castrag for like two seconds. That is the scene. Every time that is the scene. There is no scene of that movie that I remember yeah. except for that the scene. girl spinning the freaking bowling <laughs> ball. Yeah. Just like, just like uh, Luck of the Irish, the only scene I remember is when Timothy Owenson just like all of a sudden is the leprechaun. The and you're leprechaun. like, what the fuck happened to your face? <laughs> <laughs> 
Dude, I remember. That's the only scene I remember. Oh. That that when he gets sucked into Lake Erie. That's the only thing that I remember about Luck of the Irish. I remember so much about Luck of the. I watched Luck of the Irish like on repeat. <laughs> oh God, no! But the the other thing about bowling that always jumps in my head while I'm bowling, and it like jumps in my head at like very inopportune times, is. I think I think it's from the Rugrats. I don't know. There is a. I want to say it's the Rugrats because, like, in a cartoon, you can get away with this. But there's a scene that jumps in my head of people, like, in the back of the lanes moving the pins around. Oh, pin monkeys. Yeah, that yeah. used to be, like, the job, that which was, to, like, yes, before exactly. uh, before uh, before there was an automated process of Machine. sticking the pins back in the rack, there was someone whose job was to hang behind <laughs> all of the alleyways and just replace the pins yes. between frames. Yes. yes, exactly. So, but I have, like, an image of in my head of, like, I think it, I, uh, I'm pretty sure it is the Rugrats. Where, yeah, like, it's what, um, Tommy... it's what Stu, yeah. either Stu or whatever, what was Tommy and and Dill's dad's name because Stu. Stu was the brother, right? Nope. Stu no, was, Stu's Stu the was dad. their dad. Yeah. So yeah, so I think it's what Stu did. It was either Stu or his brother, Angela's father. One yeah. of them used to be a pin monkey. That was where their job started, or yeah. they both did it together. It's one or the other. But yes. Okay. So yeah. So I always have this image of like the babies walking behind <laughs> the bowling lanes and like messing with the pins. I don't know why. Like it just. It just happened. There's, there's got to be. Uh, we're we're going to look this up after this episode and be like, oh, that's why. But I think there's yeah. probably, an, there, there just has to be an episode where they go to the bowling alley. Oh, yeah. That's it. Definitely oh, my is. God. Okay. This might not be an episode. Let's, this could be a fun thing for everybody to find out because I'm going <laughs> to pitch a Rugrats episode to you that may or may not exist. Oh, which is that I think they just go to the bowling alley and Stu and his brother are like Fight. rival bitching the whole time. Yeah. And it's like, and then you get flashbacks of them working the things and then the, the, babies like get loose and go behind the alleyway and see the thing parents. yeah and then like yes and like i yes because i also clearly remember i what it is is i clearly remember stew doing the job yeah. i don't remember the babies seeing it but it could very clearly see the babies getting back there and like hanging out behind the pin thing like all of that makes total sense. I'm pretty sure. So no, if that, that is, is not a Rugrats episode. That is it, definitely a Rugrats episode. It should episode. have been a Rugrats episode. No, it's definitely a Rugrats episode because I do <laughs> like they're they're so small because they get like through from the oh yeah no it's definitely that, it, and it's always it's always pops in my head when uh the things are resetting the pins are getting reset, and I'm like why was. Why was Tommy and the gang back there? Because why were they said, going back there? Awful parents. The awful parents. That's why. <laughs> oh, my God. Or as Stu says, because I have no control of my own life anymore. Because <laughs> I've lost control of my... Why are you making pudding at three in the morning? Because <laughs> I've lost all control. Uh... <laughs> uh, so, yeah, other than that, I mean, we, we got... We, we got stuff to talk about, and stuff I've got stuff. I, what's funny is that I need to complain about something, but I realize that I'm going to complain about it in context of other things. So, before we get there, okay, we are either about to get a pre-recorded stinger <laughs> of our favorite spoiler <laughs> no. friends um, theme song, or Dale is going to try and do it live. I'm not sure what's about to happen. Let's find out. I'm doing it live, Zach. <laughs> <clears throat> Spoiler friends, spoiler friends, do whatever spoilers can. 
we ruin things with the show. If you care, you should go look out, because here come the spoiler friends. Yeah! And also, we should probably point out, we're about to talk about Captain Marvel and Happy Death Day to you. So those are the things that might be spoiled. If that is important to you, get out. Uh, we'll find you on Twitter later. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Tweet us. You can tweet okay. at us. That's fine. We'll give so our now Twitter that handles. Now that I've mentioned those two things, I need to complain about Bones for a minute. And <laughs> here's why. Yay. <laughs> here's why. So I'm already, I'm into season four of Bones. Yep. <laughs> because... I don't know. My brain is weird, and sometimes I just binge stuff. So it's I'm okay. into season four of Bones. And here's the thing that makes me mad. Here's what. First off, the episode I just watched just broke continuity in a way that makes me so angry. I want to throw it out the freaking window. <laughs> there was a scene in this last episode where David Boreanaz just t- was talking to Bones. So Booth talking to Bones, and he says to her. And if anybody doesn't know how Bones works, uh, <laughs> Emily Deschanel, Zoe Deschanel's sister, sure, uh, <laughs> is actually that's actually true. I don't know why I said it sure. It is true. It is true. Even though they play cousins in a later episode, and it's a whole thing. What? Their their dad was one of David Lynch's favorite editors and directed episodes of Twin Peaks as well. It's a whole other thing. I just like I just like knowing that. Um, <laughs> but um, Emily Deschanel playing. Temperance Brennan Bones is also a writer because it's based on Kathy Rakes, who was a mystery novel writer and also an anthropologist and all this other stuff. <laughs> so David Boreanaz in this fourth season episode just said, I memorize all of your reviews and I have read your book. And if you've been watching the show for four years at this point, or like me, have watched it multiple times, that is not a That's surprise right. because he has said that multiple times there are in fact episodes in season two where he talked about reading her book do you want to know what bone's reaction was to him knowing the reviews and reading her book no i can't wait for you to tell oh, me. oh you've read my book before oh my yeah God. no shit oh my he God. fucking has told you he has read your book you have had this exact fucking conversation M- before maybe maybe it just didn't mean anything to her it, it, it was before. like a no, but it was just like this weird thing and where, where no, because it was a whole thing about how she's right, like where in the first season, her first book has come out and she's getting famous and the whole thing. Second season, she is working on her second book. Oh, God. There is, in fact, an entire episode about how people are castling and like they're <laughs> fucking killing people based on her book. God, on her yeah. first, on like one of her books, and he's like, "Yeah, I read it. Yes, why won't?" And like they have a whole thing about how she won't let him read her new man, his new uh, her new manuscript because she's working on the next book and she doesn't want. And it's like a whole thing that he has read the book. He knows the book. It's like a whole thing. And then to be in the fourth season, be like, "Yeah, I've read your book. Of course, I've read your book. Oh no shit, you've had the fucking conversation before. <laughs> it's not a surprise <laughs> that he has read your book." That's just the first thing that makes me mad. And that's not even <laughs> the main thing. <laughs> that's, just, that's just angering because it just happened. Yeah, well, I mean, it's dumb. Like, it's <sighs> dumb. It, now, the reason that this connects me. to Captain Marvel and Happy Death Day to you. Ca- Captain oh, Marvel gosh. and Happy Death Day to you have uh, extremely strong female protagonists. Yes. Happy Death Day to you in general. Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day to you. Tree is one of my favorite, like, final girl female protagonist they have created in years yeah she's almost up there with sydney prescott but scream will always be my number one anyway 
Bones in the first season of Bones is as an anthropologist and a scientist very Vulcan. She is very scientific and detached mm. and she is very clear about like she like because of like anthropological reasons why she doesn't get into relationship all this other stuff. She's very, you know, committed to her work, all of that. It is as early I, I knew that this happened. I did not believe that it happened as soon as season two. But season two, she is turned into fucking Sheldon. Oh gosh. In a way that makes me so mad if Sheldon had never watched a piece of pop culture. She is turned so socially inept and emotionally inept. It is the weirdest switch that gets turned for her because it all of a sudden becomes not just that she is like scientifically detached from things. It's like she never left a fucking room and did anything but read books all of a sudden. (laughs) And it makes me so mad That's because it's like, I can see, I can see the meeting where an executive from Fox walked in the room and said, Hey, she's kind of cold and detached and we kind of want to do this whole will they won't they thing with yeah. with with booth and we can't do that the way she is because you know our woman audience isn't connecting with her as a smart Jeez. detached woman so we need to we need to make her like you know what if it's like she's never seen or heard of any sort of pop culture in the 30 years of her existence it makes me so mad it makes me so mad because she goes from being someone who is like like smart and calculated to be like here's episodes where she can't even like comprehend the idea that people would have watched a movie and it's like no that's not who she is in the first season how also how does that make her more like it's like they went it's like they all of a sudden they turn it it's like they most, all of a sudden turned it into this idea that, like, oh, so Booth has to be the guy that comes in and shows her the outside world. It's like, no, she knows the outside oh world. It's like the whole thing in the first season about how she went to, like, El Salvador and dealt with warlords while she was, like, dealing with, like, the bones of the people they had dumped in mass graves. Jeez. This is a strong, capable, smart woman. And, like, all of a sudden it's like, Oh, no, no, no. The only reason that she knows anything about the outside world is that David Boreetta swept in and Jeez. charmed her into the outside world and showed her what it was like to talk to people. <laughs> no! No! Jeez. That's awful. Uh, oh, I just had to get that off my chest. That's fine. I'm, I'm, happy, I'm happy that this outlet, that you have this outlet to get these things off of your chest. Well, let's talk about two movies that actually get it pretty right. Um, um, we saw first... Happy Death Day to You recently. Oh, first of yes. all, wait, what? <laughs> nope, you first. <laughs> well, I was gonna ask you, how did you like Lady Bird Inc.? That was okay. Yeah. So this whole thing is that we saw these two movies in the same day. Yes. Um, because <laughs> um, what Devin calls Lady Bird Inc. Sometimes I get confused by his terminology because oh, no, would ask me this. We definitely like. That we did that. It's 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 a it's a Devin and Dale like original so, term. Okay, so it's you, not a thing. thing. Like, well, no, because here's the thing. If you had asked me like months ago what a Seijin's Gambit was, I would think it was something completely different than how than how Devin uses that term now. So yeah, okay, I get that. Because no. Devin tends to use that term now as when the last scene of the movie is in the trailer. Yes. What I thought a Seijin's Gambit was was when you watch a trailer and get a completely different idea of what the movie is than oh. what actually the movie. <laughs> 
funny because that's what happened with him and Enchanted is that Seijin watched the Enchanted trailer and thought that he could guess the entire story of that movie and yeah. it was completely wrong. Yeah. I thought that's where that term came from, yeah. and now I don't know. No, but it I... goes. It goes. I mean, this is actually a term in the world, but it, it ladybirding goes hand in hand with our uh, pulling the ripcord in a movie theater. Like we use it in a different way. Like we don't, if we don't think we're going to enjoy the movie based on who we're surrounded by, we pull the ripcord and we leave. Okay. Um, so that's what, in that context, that's what it means to us. But ladybirding, uh, comes from, I don't know if you were about to explain this. No, I want you to, you, it's it's your term. (laughs) You explain it. So ladybirding comes from, um, Devin and I, we, you know, we, we want our good seats at, for, for movies. We want to be in a good seat. We want to, you know, be happy with our seat. We want to be in the middle, we, you know, because we're crazy. But whatever. We like movies. <laughs> so uh, there was one time there was a theater near my work. Um, and they it's like this little, little, little theater. Very, very like mom and pop kind of kind of situation. Um like very independent and they have kind of like cushy seats like um like recliner type seats um so we we go there and because back to the future was going to be playing on the big screen and back to the future is one of my favorite movies of all time so of course i need to go see back to the future but we weren't sure if there was going to be a lot of people if we were going to be able to get tickets so what we decided to do was figure out what movie was going to be playing in the theater that Back to the Future was playing in. And it happened to be Lady Bird, which I did not see. Devin had seen. He was cool with seeing it again because he really enjoyed it. And I wanted to see Lady Bird because it was Oscar season and all that. And it was getting all of this, you know, hype surrounding it and whatnot. So we do it. We buy both of our tickets. We're in. We we get our seats and we basically watch Lady Bird. Ha- the people came in to clean, and we just stayed in our seats for Back to the Future, because if anybody questions us, we have tickets for the next movie. It's kind of like a more supportive plexing, if you know what plexing is. Is that just when you is that just when you buy tickets for one movie and then go to another movie afterwards but not pay for it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So (laughs) yes. Yes. Um it is a more supportive way of plexing, pretty much. Because you're actually buying a ticket. It's also like an like no, it's just like overthinking and math involved in that just blows my mind where the two of you were sitting there like, Okay, so here's what theater this is gonna be in for the movie we wanna see. Here's what's playing in the theater before it. And then there was even a point where I said to to what did I say that to Devin where it's like, Oh, how do we know that nothing's playing before this? Or I was like, I was wondering how you guys were figuring out that this would be the same room. Yeah. And he was just like, Well, I mean, you know, they open it so and so time and mm-hmm. they need to show a movie before Captain America starts or Captain America Captain Marvel, Marvel. starts at 8 o'clock they need to show something because they're not going to waste the money on there not being something in the theater exactly. and my mind exploded <laughs> but I was like oh fuck you're right yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you're not going to waste that space and, and, <laughs> and they have a schedule so they know what theater pretty much everything is going to be played it 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 kind of like is a reason why it's part of the reason why we don't go to showcase anymore because 
we would ask them about theaters and like they could not tell us what movie was going to be in what theater. And oftentimes when they did tell us, they were completely wrong. You can go back to an episode. I don't remember <laughs> what the episode was called, but you can go back and find an episode where we were trying to see The Purge and we were sent to a theater with Incredibles 2 playing and all the people from Incredibles 2 went to go see The Purge on accident. I do remember that actually. So... <laughs> and I think that's the thing that really that that's probably why I like never Ooh, excuse me. <laughs> a lot of coffee and beer during that's this episode. Fine. Hey. In case you haven't wondered, as I freaked out about bones for ten minutes. <laughs> um I think that's the thing that really like well why I didn't think of it the same way you were is mm. that like I'm used to showcase. Like showcase is the only theaters around us with the exception of like what was in the mall. Yeah. So like the idea that I would go on a website and it would tell me what room the movie would be in, completely foreign to that idea and not even <laughs> thinking about the idea that, oh, yeah, you can figure out what two movies are playing back to back yeah. in the same room at this point. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's also cool because, like, now we've been we've we've begun going to AMC and AMC has the AMC Stubbs Club, which is so far the best, you know, movie going club that we have found. I'm still uh, gonna remember to sit down and try and get my money back on those tickets, yes, you for do. That, or apply it to the <laughs> apply it tank. to your yeah. next to your to your um, next one, but because it's it's better than Movie Pass. We've we've talked to extent of the annoyance that is <laughs> starting, Pass. starting with the fact that it hasn't gone out of business yet. Yep. So. <laughs> yeah. Um. But it's just you know, it, AMC. It's really difficult to go to a movie theater that knows how to run itself. And then go back to like a terrible theater who's just like, yeah, we're a chain and we don't care anymore. Um, but so it's like they have a schedule so you can figure it out. And the beauty, the beautiful thing about AMC Stubbs Club um, is or, or a list or something like I think it's a list um, when you you reserve your ticket and it tells you all the information. It tells you what time. It tells you what the auditorium or theater it's going to be in. And and usually at, at certain AMCs, you get to choose your seat. So it's like, it's the way you should be doing movies. <laughs> um, and so you could just, it's very easy to find out what the auditorium is. So whereas like at that mom and pop one, we kind of had to just be like, Hey, what's playing before Back to the Future? <laughs> and can we get a ticket for that? Um, which is still very easy. And still, like but... as the mom and pop one, it's like, well, we've got three screens, and I can tell you that yeah. right away. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So we've done it uh, with the inclusion of Captain Marvel. I believe we've done it three times, and it's 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 so good. If you have the time to do a double feature, first of all, we love movies. Why wouldn't we try to do a double feature if we got the time? Um, and like, it's also fun to try and connect the double features in some strange way, like Lady which we Bird, did by accident. Which we did by accident, week, but yeah, um, like Ladybird and Back to the F Laterberg, Lady Ladybird and Back to the Future. <laughs> Ladybird sounds like the weirdest <laughs> '80s like uh, pseudo sci-fi rom-com ever. <laughs> <laughs> so like we we connected those some way because like two teenagers you know whatever having to deal with stuff and then the second one that we've did was daddy's home too and the last jedi right yeah 
Yes, yes, because because when you told me about that, my response to that was, oh, the connection there is that Mel Gibson was an astronaut in Daddy's Home too. So space, I guess. Yes, (laughs) it's got daddy issues. Both both movies have daddy issues. Major daddy issues. Yes, you know they're holiday themed, kinda. And then, and then for this one, we saw Happy Death Day to You and Captain Marvel, which, as you've pointed out, two movies that have two badass, strong female uh, leads, and, like, they have time stuff in them. <laughs> like, they have like some a, memory. There's some memory there's stuff memory going stuff on. Going there's some on. time stuff going on. Yeah. It works. It there's works. A, there's a lot of, there's, there's blue. There's a lot of blue going on. <laughs> Uh, there's, there's two. No cat, though. No cat and no, death day. No That's cat and death problem. day. Only thing that would have made that movie better. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? There's another thing. Oh, there are two huge, like, quantum explosions that happen. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, right, that. <laughs> within the same, like, they are very similar up to the slow motion. <laughs> oh, God, like, you're right. Oh, my God, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was a perfect double feature. <laughs> I also love I love that Happy Death Day to You basically was like, well, the first one was the Groundhog Day movie <laughs> and also a slasher because Bloomhouse. Yeah. But our second movie, we really want to do a Back to the Future 2 thing. So, I mean, We're the killing is still there, <laughs> but it's not nearly as important as the time, you know, fuckery we want to yeah. do in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I loved it. I was Mainly. so good. Oh. Like, I'm, like, like that's the thing. Here's the thing. They want to do a third one. Yes. And it's a, I, I, I mean, they are considering doing a third one, they they are definitely doing a yeah. third one at this point. But like the idea that like I have no, if you had given me a million typewriters and infinity time, I would not have told you what they were gonna do. Oh no. Where they went? Where uh, that they would have gone? Where they went? And happy death day to you. <clears throat> and I love that. Which is why I hope that the third one just also goes off the fucking rails somewhere else. Yeah. Like, the idea that, like, I couldn't tell you what this next one would be, like, I hope it's that unpredictable. Because that movie opens and a million thoughts go through my head yeah. where Ryan wakes up and I went, oh, it's the same day. And then they go, oh, no, it's the day after, which is great in its own think like the idea that they would be like okay we immediately pick up where the first one let where the first one ended and that would be the repeat and then to be like nope fuck you we're redoing the same yep. day all over again yep. screw you yeah screw you and whatever you thought up. so like we did the slasher thing but also we left like eight giant loose threads in the first movie and we're gonna deal with some of them right now mm-hmm. oh yeah like it that the first movie totally lends itself to to multiple sequels it really does, and that's I think that's the beauty because it it also they they could have just left it where it was. It's right, kind it, of like a it perfect... doesn't it doesn't. It's like a perfect yeah. movie in that it could just be what it is, or if you want to do sequels to it, you can. Plenty you can of open threads to one. deal with that idea. And I'm I'm so happy that like it's just a multiverse uh, situation. First of all, I love multiverse <laughs> ideas, um, and. <clears throat> Watching Tree learn about multiverse, about I mean, the multiverse, and like needing to understand what's going on is amazing because she's like, like on board with it. She's like, okay, right, like this all is of my the concepts now. that they bring to this movie, where yeah. it's like it's not just that you're looping through time anymore; it is that you are looping through time into a different universe, yeah. and that version of you has also been pushed into a different 
universe. And even though they never show that version of tree, like you think about like immediately my brain went to what the hell is that tree dealing with mm-hmm. if she got stuck in a universe where her mother is dead? Yeah. Because we're talking about a version of this character where her mother never died. Mm-hmm. And then to find out that there's like any number of other universes where she did that's fucking mind-blowing and to think that you never see her you only have to deal with this one version of tree who goes i can't put her through the thing i went through that is fucking magnificent as far as character goes like that's brilliant yeah whereas me sitting at the end of happy death day to you i'm like she could have stayed and then like, (laughs) no she couldn't i'm like but yeah but like because yeah, this is a version of Tree that has already dealt with yes, that grief. exactly, yeah. Like, oh my god, to be like, no, I've been through this. I can't put someone else through the exactly, thing I have been yeah. put through is, oh my god. And watching it the second, because I that was my second viewing of it when we saw it on Thursday. Um, and it was just like, yeah, like, it, it didn't occur to me that, oh crap, this universe's Tree is dealing with something else. And has no, like, it didn't, it didn't even click until after the movie and we were discussing it and i'm like yeah that's crazy and scary and like oh my god the levels yeah and then and then on top of that to be like like in the first movie the most that you get out of because she's living the same day over and over you never really get an idea of what tree is doing in Mm -hmm. college besides being a sorority girl and like she's having her affair with that teacher and like you kind of you get bits and pieces of her. Like she's a very still, she's still a very smart and strong character in the first movie. I love Tree in the first movie. Mm. What I love in the second one is that she is also able to fucking learn quantum mechanics and well, memorize like any number of algorithms for these guys because it's just like yeah, no, she's some sort of science major. I mean, mm. she's in some sort of medical or bio biology. She's in advanced path. bio. She's in right. advanced bio. That. So, was the amazing. fact that she can, like, turn around to these, like, computer engineering mm-hmm. guys and be like, okay, I'm going to memorize all of this shit for you mm. so that you don't lose your space is, like, they don't even have to, like, she, she even says, this is not what my area of expertise, but I'm going to fucking do it, and she does it. And there's not any point in yeah. that movie where you are, where you think, she why can't. does she, why can she do this? Yeah. No, you go, okay, she's a smart girl. She did it. Exactly. She's like, I'm going to do it, and then she did it. And the movie's like, okay, I've done it. Like, that's it. There's mm-hmm. no point in that movie where you have to worry about how smart she is or that she knows what she's doing. They give you all of this faith in the world. They're like, okay, she'll figure this out. Yeah. And, and, like, I'm so happy that they don't make you worry about Tree in a lot mm-hmm. of ways mm-hmm. beyond the emotional stuff she's dealing yeah. with. Yeah, the only, the like, the only time where there's a moment where it's like, oh, what are you doing is... There's the moment in the beginning of Happy Death Day to You where Carter, like, takes the bat from her. And she's like, I can handle myself. And he's like, you've died enough. I'm, I'm yeah. t- like, it's not, it's not, I don't, it's not a moment of, I don't believe in you. It's a moment of, no, I, I want to have a relationship with you and I don't want you to die for real. Like, I, 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 you've done it. You've, you've, you have gone through this. We're not dealing with it anymore. I have all the faith in you, but yeah. You're absolutely right. Like, he sees her as an equal. They also have to set up the fact that you don't see that version of Carter for the rest of the movie. Exactly. Because they all all of a sudden, they have to change these characterizations. So, like, they need you to understand this is where Carter stood at the end of that first movie. Mm -hmm. He sees her completely as an equal that he respects Mm -hmm. and just thinks, like, you know, 
it's my turn. Yeah. And to, to then be like, okay, here's the character switch. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, it's good. It's so good. But that reveal that she's in advanced bio is, is amazing. Because it's like, okay, cool. Like, everything makes sense. Everything about Tree makes sense now. And yeah. it, it made sense before, but giving that little background is is amazing. And him being like, what? <laughs> was awesome. Gregory? <laughs> I also asshole. like to point out, and I don't know, I, I need to check. Is there any point at which she kisses her actual boyfriend? Every ver- the one time she kisses a version of Carter is in the act is in the other universe, right? Uh, because at the beginning of the movie they have been interrupted. Yep. Then there's another scene where they're gonna kiss at the bu- at the the basketball game and, and they get interrupted. And then at the end of the movie, when she comes back to the thing, she get they get interrupted again, and then it goes to credits. I don't think there's a point in that movie where she ever kisses her actual boyfriend. Yeah, no, which I doesn't. find hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> which like so I was thinking about that and I was like why oh damn it Zach <laughs> cause I was I was thinking about that and I'm like it's so weird cause like there's that part of me like I said I was like she could stay in this universe she now has Carter back because he's dating Danielle and and but clearly she's a bitch still like she's still she's nice but also, she's still I, not I a great person I might be completely wrong about this, but the guy that's in the shower Nick. in Danielle's ring, is that the guy that her, the other guy is sitting with at the basketball game at the beginning of the movie? No. Is that the other gay nope. guy? No? Okay. Uh, Nick is from the first movie. He's the he's the dude who, like, Tree was gonna also oh. try and see. Yeah. Yes, he's the one in the in the bedroom scene yes. in the first movie that yep. where where the music is too loud for anyone to hear him getting killed. Okay. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's who yes. it is. No, the guy with Tim I is just love another that they brought back literally every character yes! and actor from that first movie mm-hmm. and gave them to Okay. Anyway. Yeah, and gave them stuff to do. <laughs> like more new stuff to do and more stuff to do. Right. They're like they get to play new versions yeah. of the same characters in the best way. Yeah. There's only three oh. three new added characters really. And it's the dean, and then and the two, two people. Yeah, Samar, two... and I did not get the girl's name. That's yeah, it's something with a D or a G or something. I don't yeah. know. Um, but yeah, it's just that that whole thing with Carter where they're kissing, and it's like such a beautiful, like romantic. It's so nice and cute, and oh, I love it. And I'm like, earlier today, I was like, but that wasn't her Carter. Like, nope. why was it? She never gets to kiss her mean... version of Carter in that whole movie. But it's like. But you're you're sitting there, and I'm starting to think. I'm like, why does it mean so much that she gets to kiss him? It's not hers. And then, like, you just cracked it, Zach, because she doesn't. She never has gotten to kiss. At least, I mean, she has. She's gotten to kiss him at some point, I'm sure. But like, because they kiss in the first movie, don't they? They do not. Well, here's the thing. The move. The first movie goes beyond where this movie starts. Yeah. Because after they wake up in the morning, they kiss, and then they go out to breakfast, and then they have the Groundhog Day conversation, yes, where she's yes, never yes. seen Groundhog Day. Because this movie stops that from happening, no, no. they have never actually kissed. <laughs> okay, so like, so yeah, so she hasn't gotten to kiss Carter. She's like, I'm going to take my opportunity now. <laughs> so like, it does mean something. And this movie just has layers upon layers right. upon which layers. Is why, like, which crazy. is why, like, as much as like, there was a part of me watching this one where I was like, oh, they kind of leaned a lot on their relationship in this one, because you know she goes through the whole thing about, oh, basically, essentially choosing between her mom and Carter, and Carter in a lot of ways. Yeah. But one, I think that they ultimately were like 
I think they really pulled out of that where it was like, no, she's she's actually just accepting the fact that she has dealt with this in a way that it would be unhealthy for her mm-hmm. to stay here after dealing with that. Yeah. I think they did that really well. But then again, noticing that they have they never get her to kiss him. It's like, oh, they're just also doing that because they want to fuck with the audience yep. and that she never kisses her own boyfriend, which is great. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, it's so oh. good. Yeah. And then I'm so happy that there was no romance subplot at all in our second movie of yes! the evening, which was Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Oh my God. The world's That's truest the first that... Avenger. Sorry. I need to Oh, I need you're to right. Say it. I, I believe you. I believe, I'm going to give you that one. As much as I would like to mess with you on the whole <laughs> Captain America is older, you're not wrong in that they weren't called Avengers until she came along. Yep. Um, it's great. It makes I me so say, happy. I want to say before we get into Captain Marvel, can I say that in the... When when happy death day to you ended. <laughs> First off, when I got up to run to the bathroom and you and Devin were like, "No, come back!" <laughs> yeah. You like slow motion dove dove in front of me like, "No, there's a mid credit scene," <laughs> which was great. But the other thing that made me laugh was when they were cleaning up the theater between films, oh, and yeah. the guy turned to us and was like, "Are you guys here for the next one?" And we were like, "Yeah," and they're like, "Okay," and yeah, they, they left. Yep. And I was like, "They didn't check. They didn't ask. They didn't do anything." <laughs> They just straight up assumed you we were telling the truth. Yeah, that's happened every time that we've Ladybird, quote unquote Ladybird. That's so funny. Like, that's so just... funny to me that they didn't. Ch- I thought the next thing would be that he would come up the steps and, and check, check our... our tickets. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> nope. Nope. They just kind of. Uh... We. Ju- they kind of just look at us. They say, "What's happening?" We say, "We're here for the next movie too." We bought tickets, and then they go about their business. Keep because the face, like, man. we're good. Don't worry about it. They don't care. <laughs> I don't. I don't honestly think anybody cares. Like, don't paid enough to care at a movie theater. Yeah. That's the thing. No. Um, well, also, like, there's a part of me that thinks so. So the woman who helped us. Um, at... You mean the one that like really liked my nail polish? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> She's great. She was that whole ticket buying. If I could not have written a funnier <laughs> sequence of events for us buying those movie tickets. Oh my god. Because yeah, it was so fun. She's she's the first person that we ever like dealt with or met with at AMC. Um she was like our very first person that we ever bought tickets from there and all of that. So she's great. I she's fantastic. Um she she like I walked up to her and we had like this nice little moment while you were running to the bathroom of us like trying to figure out what theater to pick. And like, you just you just if you're open with people, they're not gonna care. Cause I straight up told her, I'm like, we're trying to plan a double feature so we can be in for Captain Marvel, and she's like, that's genius, that's that's an amazing plan. So she was like all about it. I would not be surprised if she like mentioned to those those cleaner guys or like mentioned to someone that there's gonna be someone in there. Don't worry about them. Yeah, yeah, there's gonna be some people in there. Who who are there for Captain Marvel? Just let them be. But at the same time, I don't I don't think they care enough. Like I said, <laughs> well, I just love that I walk up to that window and first off, she's yelling through the glass yep. at me, and she's like, "What movie do you want?" I was like, "Okay, well, I want these two. She's like, "Okay, good." And then she finally, I hand her the stuff, and then she hits the button to ask me what about my nail polish <laughs> and the squelch. I was like, whoa, I get it. I get why. I get why you were not using this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then she's like, what color are you wearing? And the first thing I did was looked at my sweater, <laughs> which you think I'd be used to at this point because people are constantly asking me about my nails. And I still don't remember yeah. that. 
so, so funny. then and then she's asking about my black nail polish and not my red nail polish, which is crazy. But then we're we're all sitting there and we're buying our tickets and these two girls come in and they go through the whole stanchions like line <laughs> and come up and then one of them said, Are we really doing this? And the other one said, Yeah, we have to be civil and they looked right at Devin and went <laughs> We fucking walked in and walked right up to the window. We're monsters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, and then you're they not wrong. For happy death day to you, and we're right in the same theater as us, which was even funnier. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but so it was good. just the fact that they, like these two like fourteen year old kids go up and they're like, "Oh, we could be civil. We gotta go through the line." And me and Devin are like, "We're fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. We're the worst." Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it happens. <laughs> Oh, man. But how yes. about that cat and Samuel L. Jackson? Quite frankly, best Marvel couple I've ever seen, <laughs> to be honest. Oh, oh man. It's, oh, it's so good. Captain Marvel was amazing. It, it was, was better than I thought it was going to be. Yes. It's perfectly, uh, like, I mean, it's it's a Marvel movie. Like, through yeah. and through, top to bottom, it is a Marvel movie, which means I, I, like, I put it above, like, the original Captain America, but I put it in that same, like, if I'm going to rank them out, Captain Marvel is going to hit on, like, probably lower on my top ten list. Okay. I've got other movies I like to see, but, like, I'm so happy I saw it. I got you. I was pleasantly surprised yeah. by Captain Marvel. Yeah, no, I, uh, it's, I, I don't know. I just, it would rank pretty high for me. I, I don't know why. I just love that. I love the whole story, like, the whole idea of Captain Marvel, um, and just, just everything about it. I love space. <laughs> no, so that's like... fair. I mean, I'm going to remember, like, the fact that, so, right before, during all the press stuff, yeah. Kevin Feige, Feige, however you say his last name? Feige? I don't know. Because it's not Feige. I've yeah, learned no. very recently. It's not just Feige. It's, like, Feige or something. Yeah. He had said something like, you know, the reason we held off this long for Captain Marvel and the reason she's being introduced right before Endgame is we wanted you to realize that she is the most powerful character mm-hmm. in the entire MCU. And a lot of people kind of rolled their eyes. Yeah. But and she is. People, and there's a lot of people that I think saw the movie and were like, well, this is kind of like a, you know, it's a mid-tier origin story type of Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, why you're saying that. And then I think she took out an in fucking entire Kree Armada alone yeah. and laughing. Yeah. That's why she's the most powerful character in the MCU. She straight up destroyed how many nukes yeah. and took out entire spaceships by herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is. She like legit, like no question. She is the strongest, um, because she can also just fly through space. That too. She also just like okay, I'm gonna put my helmet on and I'm yeah. just doing whatever the fuck I want now. I don't need any of this. <clears throat> she can survive in space. She can blow up nukes. She can. She deals with everything with humor. Like she's serious, but she can also have fun with it. Uh, she's so good. And I was I was really nervous about Brie Larson because Brie Larson is one of those people who I don't know how I feel about in I don't know any I don't think I've ever seen her like the most I can think of is I watched Scott Pilgrim at some point. I don't remember her in Scott Pilgrim. Do you know who she is now? I mean I know who she is now as Captain Marvel. I haven't gone back and watched Cap and watched Scott Pilgrim in so long, I still couldn't tell you who she is in Scott Pilgrim. Oh, like she, I don't remember who she plays in that movie. She's um his ex girlfriend. She's, she's like, the she's the band like the singer. Oh, the one that's like going out with the bassist now or yes, something. Or, yeah, yeah, the vegan. 
Right. She's... I got fucking nothing. Like, nothing. Nothing comes to mind. Yeah. And I didn't see Room, and, like, I didn't see... I don't remember a fucking thing about Brie Larson. So, like, I had so... no thoughts whatsoever going into this movie about who she was as an actor. So, yeah. Br- <laughs> That's so funny. That's yeah, so I can think nothing. She is a fucking... She... Like, as far as I'm concerned, this is the first movie Brie Larson's ever done. Oh, wow. (laughs) No, so I was reminded that she was in a movie called Who, which is about the three friends, the three kids saving the little owls. Yeah, I remember previews for Who. Yep, I love that movie. Or something. It was a book first, right? (laughs) It was a book first, It was like one of those things that would be like a kid's book. Yeah, Um, like I kind of remember Who. uh, She and Coulson, who his name is Clark Gregg. Yeah, Clark Gregg. Oh. Okay. Oh, you just reminded me. Thank you. Yeah, I have you have a question about Coulson, don't you? We're going to get to that in a second. Um, We're going to get to that in a second, but continue. So they're in Hoot together. Oh, but... Greg, you're nothing but... You're, he's. Let me guess. Bureaucrat, bad guy, yeah. something. Oh, yeah, that movie. he's a bad guy. Yeah. He, he wants to bulldoze does. over all the, ever does the owls. Is, all he ever does is wear a suit and talk smugly, <laughs> and he does it so well yeah. that I will watch him do it a million mm-hmm. times for the rest yeah. of my life. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so what else has Brie Larson been in? Uh, so I didn't see The Room, or Room. It's not The Room, it's just Room. <laughs> no, that's just it. There's two, there's very big differences <laughs> between the movie Room and the movie The, the room. room. Those yes. very different <laughs> things. Uh, but I, I love her in Scott Pilgrim. I think she is great in Scott Pilgrim. Um, she was problem in... with not watching rewatching movies ever is that I forget who's in what all the time. <laughs> the... <laughs> the... Uh... That's fine. The I don't know. I, you saw I don't know actors based on names sometimes because <laughs> you guys were talking about an actor for like twenty minutes and I was like, oh, all is right. that this person? <laughs> you were like. F. Murray Abraham that. No. And who did you think we were talking about? I can't remember uh, anymore. The grandfather from Spy Kids. Oh, Ricardo Montalban. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's what oh, I man. Um, anyways. So it's it's so weird. Like, Brie Larson, like, I like her in movies, but she's she, I also am always, like, cautiously optimistic about her. But, like, oh, now. Kong, which no one saw. So yeah. <laughs> she was in Kong. Oh, Kong oh, Free is Fire. so good. That's what it was. I remember she was the one of the ones in that Free Fire movie about, like, let's spend two hours in one shootout and try and make that a movie. And it kind of only somewhat worked. What? I haven't seen yeah. that. Yeah. That sounds interesting. Sejin saw it and thought she was in Trainwreck. I didn't see Trainwreck. Really? Amy, Amy Schumer. Nope. What? Yeah, I'm not seeing... Oh, she's in an episode of... She was on Community? How is she on Community? And I didn't recognize her. Sorry, I'm on her IMDb No, that's fine. Uh, She was in in a movie called Short Term 12, which is, like, um, about a group... Not a group home. Foster? Is it a group home? I don't know what it's... Oh, I'm guessing on words No, so it's about, like, kids who are, like, not... They're not in good... Like, they're take... I don't know if it's their taken. Foster care, as it sounds, it's, at the very I least. I think it's Some foster, foster care. care. Yeah. I think it's a version of foster care, pretty much. It's basically teenagers living in a home together because their home life is not good. But I don't, I feel like those have so many different names now. Right. That I don't know what to call them. But she's in that short term 12, and she's fantastic in that. It is a like a serious, like a dramatic role, and she like plays it so, so, so well. Um. 
And then she's also in Kong, which I actually like Kong Skull Island a lot. I haven't seen it yet, but I know that I will like it. Like, oh, that's yeah. one of those movies where, like, I'm pretty certain I'm going to like whatever campy-ass movie this yeah. is. Yeah. I just haven't sat down and watched it yet. Yeah. But she I, – I, this is the first <laughs> time, like, I don't know. I don't know. It's maybe, well, this is, like, her jump so to, like, good. action movie yes. versus, like, big dramatic role yeah. or, like, side character kind of stuff. Yeah. This is, like, her first in... leading action mm-hmm. Kind yeah. of funny role, kind of it's thing. It's like, yeah, yeah, and and it's it's because even in Kong Skull Island, she's exactly like she's a you know psychic kind of. She's not, she doesn't do any of the big, at least from what I remember, she doesn't do any of the big like stunts or anything like that. It's it's mainly um Tom Hiddleston who's who's like the stunt guy. Oh, I forgot Tom Hiddleston was yeah. in that. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. <laughs> Zach. Um, anyways. So, I don't know. I just think that she, she was so good, and I love Brie Larson. Like, I, I have, like, decided on Brie, Lice, Brie, Lice, Brie Larson now, and she's badass. Yeah. No, <laughs> like, and at the same, like, I'm, I'm excited to see if they do a second Captain Marvel movie, like, what they're going to do with her, and I am excited for her to show up in Endgame, Endgame. and be like, you guys are all fucking idiots. Yeah. I'm taking control of yeah. this now. I, like... I can't wait for her to f- <laughs> fucking upstage Captain America. Steve Rogers? Yeah. I cannot you know some... wait. Cannot wait for her to be like, you're a child. We're done with you. And like, Judging uh... entirely on who is still with. Okay. So we don't know what's going to happen with Tony Stark. No. Here's the thing, because I would have said what's about to come out of my mouth, I would have assumed would be a Tony Stark conversation, but we don't know what the fuck's going on mm-hmm. with him. Mm-mm. So I assume it will be Mark Ruffalo and Bruce Banner who gets confused by the captains for a good like three minute oh, scene. Yeah. I'm waiting for who gets the scene where they try to figure out which captain's the captain captain. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, that's gonna happen. That's gonna happen for the Disney humor of it. Oh, and, like no doubt in my mind. <laughs> Like someone, like I can or get like even a, Thor. shot. Like, oh wait, is Thor gone? <laughs> no, Thor's, Thor's back. No, here's the thing. So uh, you and I have not had this conversation because I had this conversation with someone else. The people who are still that we know are definitely still remaining are the original Avengers from the first movie. Yes. Yes. Okay. So good. Thor. Yeah. So Thor, Hulk, you know, Iron Man, Iron Captain Man. America, uh, Black Hulk Widow, Hulk. and Hawkeye. We yes. know that they are alive. Yeah. Those are the, yeah, so like they very they very clearly went. We're gonna kill off everybody who wasn't the Who's original new? six, <laughs> right? Um, um, yeah, but... I I just can't wait for her to come in and just be like, "You're wrong. This is how we're doing it. I've dealt with these people, but I've dealt with like a version of these people before. We're done. <laughs> like I'm gonna take care of this." Yeah, and um, as someone who managed to just call a shot by accident. <laughs> During this film, I want to say this. I'm putting it right now. I put a pin in this. This is me calling the shot. I think Bruce Banner is going to say the line. Wait, if she's captain and you're captain, which one's the captain? I'm confused. That's the line. Some version of that line, we are all going to listen for it as a family, everybody. Who, at some point... (laughs) Bruce Banner says the line, wait, if she's captain and you're captain, which captain do I listen to or something? Oh, my God. That's fantastic. <laughs> but, yes, let's also talk about that called shot that I called from you like screen called... scene one of that cat being yep. on screen. Yeah. yeah. So about 20 minutes into the movie, 
I'd say 20 minutes, right? Whatever, whatever the whatever time marker is the first time that Nick Fury and Goose are on screen, screen together. together, because oh, yeah. they did they were on screen, and I leaned over to you and I went, "That cat's gonna scratch out his eye, and it's gonna be the funniest fucking thing in the world if that happens." An hour later, <laughs> <laughs> it happens after two false starts because he gets. Because he has the car accident where his eye goes red, and then there's the next scene where he's got the ice pack over it, Mm -hmm. and he says, oh, my eye is fine, and he takes it away, and that's a great reveal. And so when that happened, I thought that that meant it wasn't going to happen the whole movie. I thought that that was going to be the thing where they were going to do one more joke about his eye, and that wasn't going to happen, or like the final after credit scene or something would be some joke about his eye or something. And instead, the fucking cat scratches his eye. Yep. It gives him the scars and everything. Yep. Are you fucking kidding me? It was... Zach, when it happened, I was... Here's the thing. It happened, and I went... Oh, I was joking, and also that's a joke, right? Like, he's going to open his eye and everything. He's going to have the scars, but his eye will be fine. It's going to be a joke where that's where he got the scars, but the eye actually happened somewhere else. Nope. Nope. (laughs) Yeah. I could not stop laughing because I was just like, I know oh, what's going on in yeah. Zach's head right now. And he's just here's, like, I was joking. Here's the, I made here's the a thing. joke. So the reason I was even thinking about that, right, is I'm at home a couple weeks ago and I come downstairs and my father is watching Winter Soldier on Netflix. Oh, God. And Nick Fury has a line where he said someone asked him about the eye patch. I remember it's Steve or someone else. And someone says, asked him about the eye patch. And he I... says and what he says is, oh, that's what happened the last time I trusted, trusted somebody. Someone. Yep. Or something like that. Yeah. And so that's my what it father is. says to me, <laughs> oh, Captain Marvel is going to be where he loses the eye because he trusted somebody, right? And I went, yeah, probably. And that was the most I thought about it. <laughs> and then I saw that fucking cat. And I went, are you fucking kidding? And I was like, I bet you would be really funny if that cat was the one that fucking took his eye <laughs> So good. So good. Oh, oh. my God. Jeez. <sighs> yeah. No, I loved it. I, I, it really does rank really high up. It, like, it, it even ranks, and it makes me sad because I love Spider Man so much, but it's way higher than Homecoming. Um, I would have to watch Homecoming again because here's the thing because what I was thinking when I, when I thought about it was like, right now, my top two are Ragnarok and Black Panther. Yeah, and really. Me too. Whichever one is one and two really depends on how I'm feeling that day and yep. what type of movie I want to watch. Mm-hmm. And then, like, second tier is, like, all of the funny ones. Like, the, the, the Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. and, and Ant- Homecoming Ant-Man. and the Ant-Man movies. Like, yeah. all of those, again, kind of depends. Like, they're pretty even for me. Mm-hmm. And then you get into things like, I like the first Captain America and I like Captain Marvel and I like even, like, Iron Man 3 like I would probably well, like I, kind I of really like Iron Man three. Yeah, no, I, I like that too. But like Iron Man three is also a movie where I'm not gonna go back and watch it anytime soon, yeah. probably because like yeah. I don't think about it as like I really like what it did with the character. Also, I don't need to see it again. Like mm-hmm. Captain Marvel, I think ranks slightly above like Iron Man three and the first Captain America for me, hmm. or or even like Winter Soldier or something. Where it's just like these are solid superhero movies. Yeah, and I love what they did, and also. Probably not going to go back and watch them again anytime soon. <laughs> Captain America is so low, so, like bottom of the <laughs> list for me, honestly. Like 
Captain America and like even like Age of Ultron, Avengers, those are all bottom of the list. Yeah. They really are. Like I I like Avengers for what it is. Like I like that it's the, you know, it's the the first, you know, time that we see everybody, but like Captain America does nothing for me. Like it, it no. <laughs> You're I mean, annoying. Just, like, it, it really just comes down to the fact that like there's just you know, so much of the MCU I don't really think about mm. on a regular basis. Yeah. The ones I think about are the ones that make me laugh, which is why yes. Captain like Captain Marvel ranks above uh like any of the Captain America mm. movies or the Iron Man movies cuz we laughed so much more in that movie than I thought we were going to do. Oh, yeah. But I, but I also wouldn't put it in with, like, the comedy MCU movies. Mm. And those are the ones I'm more likely to go back and watch because, like, I don't need that heavy shit <laughs> very often. <laughs> I don't need that. I don't so, need like, any of that. So, like, the comedy movies and then just the fact that Ragnarok and Black Panther are so much better than anything the MCU yeah. puts out on a regular oh, yeah. basis. They're just above that. So, like, those are the ones I think of when I think <laughs> of these are the movies I would bother going back to watch again. Well, like, even Doctor so. Strange, too. Like... Doctor Strange and Captain Marvel, I, I mean, Captain Marvel, again, ranks a higher than Doctor Strange, where Doctor Strange has those, like, you're funny, but I still don't know how I feel about you. Right. <laughs> like, I like yeah. what you did. Your effects are, are, I love all the effects. I love all, of, like, I, 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 yeah, like, I'm, I'm on board, but I don't know if I'm ready to watch you again. <laughs> right. Right, and then like, and, yeah. but then I'm also very excited for what the next Captain Marvel is. Like, yes. I liked Captain Marvel as a prelude to Endgame. I think it did perfect for that, mm. and I really hope that like after Endgame, that gives them some freedom to do something else completely yeah. wild <laughs> with Captain Marvel. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Oh, I also have to ask you something about Coulson. Oh yes. Because Coulson makes a return in this movie. Yeah. And I realized something uh, after we watched it. Agent Coulson has not been in an MCU film since no. he died in Avengers. Nope. Do you think any do you think there are people that don't remember Coulson? Do you think there are people that don't remember who that was and so they might not get some of the stuff that happens with Coulson in this movie for the like three scenes that he's in it? Um Because if you don't watch Agents of Shield, you haven't seen Coulson, Coulson since for Avengers. A while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I wouldn't be surprised if there were people who were like, who's this guy? I, I would not. Shield, be... A show that's still going, going. apparently. Yeah. Which is, you texted me that... that there are two seasons on the way. And I'm like, yeah. what? I knew that it ended at, at season five. I knew that it had ended like right before or right around the time that Infinity War came yeah. out. And so like my thought process was, well, okay, they ended that right before Infinity War and that ended the series. Nope. First off, Infinity War came out like four or five episodes before <laughs> Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season five ended. <laughs> and then also they're like, oh, by the way, we'll be back for season six. And they gave it a season seven yeah. that they're just going to film back to back, apparently. And it's going to start up in May. OK, I mean, I'm not complaining. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is a fine show that I put on like three or four episodes and then don't watch for months at a time. Mm. But <laughs> but like. Why? Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't know. make any like it got no viewership on ABC, and yet for some reason, some dark pact was made. <laughs> Agents of Shield keeps going, and Agent Carter was canceled after two. Yeah, years. I know. Seriously. Ugh, Seriously. So Agent so Carter is so good. Ugh. Ugh. Why'd you even bring it up, Zach? Uh, because I need you to share this anger with me. Uh, well, I do. 
Because we just passed International Women's Day, and a British woman got screwed. Yep. Damn it. Uh, yeah, because that show was so good. Oh, that show Zach! Was, that uh. show was so good, especially because, here's the thing. The only reason I cared about Civil War was is because, because of, of Agent yep. Carter. Yep. Because you get to know... You get to know Tony Stark's mm-hmm. father so much more in Agent Carter that when the whole thing comes up in Civil War about Bucky, you yep. actually care more. Yep. Oh! <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I forgot how good Agent Carter was. Oh, man. <laughs> On that note, I'm, I'm fucking I'm burned out. I got nothing else. I, we've been talking <laughs> for almost an hour and a half. Yeah, I thought that might happen <laughs> just because I knew how much I had to complain about between Rhode Island bureaucracy and bones, I knew oh, there was okay a lot it. I had to complain okay about. Okay with it. I I could talk. Uh, I could just keep uh, talking about Captain Marvel too, like about. I could just talk about every scene in that yeah, movie. I'm 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 so excited that like like money wise, it looks like it's gonna be like oh, right yeah. there doing what all the other Marvel even better than a lot of other. I think um, with the exception of Infinity War, it has like the best Thursday preview showing. Yeah. With like twenty million dollars on Thursday, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you know on track to make a hundred and fifty something million this weekend, which is perfect. So screw you, terrible internet men. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah, seriously. Oh, so it was. Ugh, people are ridiculous. <laughs> get I was also nerves. very happy. I was very happy with that scene about the uh, the you should smile more because I thought. In my brain, I just put that scene together as, oh, she beats the shit out of that guy. No. Which would have been funny enough. But instead, it's just, no, she just steals his bike. Yep. She just leaves him there, and yep. you never see him again. It's like, that's exactly what that guy deserves. Oh, to be yeah. left in the fucking dust. Okay. <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah, I was, like, waiting for her to punch him out. And I was like, oh, that's even better. Yeah, thank you for stealing his bike. Deserve- and then you never see the bike again. It's not like no, that's, like, now her ride. She, she takes it to the bar. She hooks up with... with Sam Jackson, and then it's gone. That's it. Yep. They leave after that. It's so good. Oh, I like the bees. I can make them rhyme. Oh, <laughs> man, that movie was good. That movie was so good. Yes, it really was. <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm so happy uh, with it. I mean, this... oh, God. Uh, do you have anything else? I, I liked it so much that I made her as a fighter pilot uh, doing the little hang 10 symbol as my background on my computer. That's why I'm going to leave. There we go. <laughs> uh, this is Ben Say Report Jr. You can find us on Twitter at Say Report Jr. If you search Say Report Jr. on YouTube, we are there. Uh, hopefully in the next couple of weeks, again, um, quick preview because in the next couple of weeks I have to do the bartending stuff. We will probably have a hot topic coming as well as uh, a possible new SRJ Presents. Oh, God. I'm so excited to show Dale. <laughs> Um. Oh, there's a song. There's a song that opens that. Oh my god. That game. Oh my god. Um. Oh my god. It's great. It's wonderful. Um. Can't wait. You can find us individually on Twitter. I am at Zerwhiskey. And I am at Dale's Brain. And with that, I I think we all should go get ice cream. Yes. <laughs> Take, it, Take away, it away, Liz. Oh, that was almost gonna be in unison. I couldn't remember which one of us should do that, so I was like, what do we do? <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Say Report with your hosts, Dale Decker and Zach Sarawick. Please follow the guys on Twitter and Facebook by searching for The Say Report. And you can always subscribe on your podcast channel so this is delivered straight to you and you can enjoy it every week. With apologies to your mother, we'll see you next time.